hi to them <laughs> hi everybody welcome back Hello. to another episode i don't even know what number this is but anywho, anyhow <laughs> we're back Ten. no no ah. <laughs> very ambitious okay. just, just. <laughs> very very ambitious. don't throw numbers there <laughs> we don't know if you're wrong or <laughs> but yeah we're back with another episode and it's still me see um and and hi <laughs> and we have a couple of guests oh, a couple of guests <laughs> in this episode nipo's not around today full disclosure um he will join us another time you know but you know, we know everyone is gonna miss him um really? <laughs> yeah, he will be missed. Yes, Shame. yes. Oh. Mm. But he's here in spirit. So it's, it's okay, it's okay. It's alright, it's alright. But um, without further ado, adieu. What is it? <laughs> it is a do. Adieu. Yeah, further ado. Without further ado, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is very hectic. Um, we're going to introduce our guests. Uh, we'll start with NK because you guys already know NK. She's back. She's back before she leaves us. Well, I didn't need to say that. Right. So. Like, why are you being like, why must you now? She's be back. I'm She's back. back. With a bang. Exactly. Thank you, everyone. And we have Figi Swa. Oh. <laughs> we have Figi in the building. <laughs> Um, and Figgy, you have to tell us a short bio. Oh gosh, that's... Like, who are you? Yeah. I'm the girl. Yeah! <laughs> you are. Um, yes, you are. Like what? Like, what exactly do you want from who, it? Who are you? Where are you from? What are you studying? Well, what's what your major? What school do you what's go school? to? Um, and something, uh, like a fun fact, like, yeah. kind of. Like, what, 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 what are you passionate about at the moment? Ah. Okay. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Okay what are you then. Passionate about? At the moment. At the moment. At because the moment. it changes. It changes. I like that actually. It changes at different times. Yeah. Okay. So, Figi Swa Tabete. Figi. Because somehow people can't say Figi Swa. Um, from Swaziland. Or oh, Eswatini. Kingdom. Kingdom. Um, and okay. Global Studies and Communications. So I'm a field of studies. Ooh. And I am from Swaz. Oh, I've said that already. <laughs> <laughs> and I go to school at St. Lawrence. Yes. Okay. So you can probably find it on the map. <laughs> what I'm passionate about right now is graduating. If I'm being honest, <laughs> <laughs> just like. <laughs> I love we <laughs> Okay, we have another guest, guys. Alexa, take it away. Hello. Wow. Okay, what a privilege. I didn't know I was going to drive up to Saratoga and be on a podcast. But my name is Alexa. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. And, but my nationality, uh, am I supposed to say that? Well, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. Okay. My nationality is uh, Peruvian and Puerto okay. Rican. Oh, um, cool mix. <laughs> and um, right now I'm working with kids with autism. Um, so that's been, that's been cool. Um, like learning, kids, kids are so funny. And uh, you learn a lot from them. 
Um, so it's been good to spend my time with, you know, younger kids, but ultimately what I want to do is something in music. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Good okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, what was that? So we're gonna do a weekly recap like we always do. You know, and Kai yeah, hates you, insist, you insist. I insist. I am keeping it, and we're doing it. <laughs> that's that. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> On that. Yes. <laughs> so, um, how are the, how are you guys feeling? How was your week? It's been a week. It's, that's that's <laughs> no, how it always starts. That's how it goes. No. Uh, yeah, it it was a good week. It was not as busy. I got the cold. Um, and yeah, like my personal life was like shaken up a bit. Ah, oh, shambles. <laughs> it's okay. The fumbling happening. It's but okay. It's okay. Not by me. The Move. Lord is literally fumbling my bag. <laughs> I know, right? The spirits, guys, are fumbling my bag. My village people are working hard. <laughs> With their cousins. No, but it's been, yeah, it's been an okay week overall. Not stressed, just every day, one day after the other. You know, it's you take it day by day. A lot of fights, but that not, that's not unusual. Not physical fights, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't we don't do that we don't do that in class you know just back and forth in class but yeah just just it's the usual the usual the usual so mk how's your week or how's your week, week. Been? uh mine's been good still fun employed so you know free time what do you do baby <laughs> <laughs> what do you do baby But yeah, it was a big week for me. Yeah. Like big week of big decisions, big yeah. like literally life changing, changing yeah. life directing decisions. But um, yeah, Ooh, I trust I like myself. Life, life directing. Yeah. I know life changing. Really oh, like okay. I'm coining a term. Okay <laughs> Pay me five dollars if you wanna use. Thank you. <laughs> Trademark. 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 <laughs> tired that's my intellectual property thank you okay <laughs> okay oh, but yeah so it was a good week uh and i i'm like happy to be here to have some clarity than i did when i started the week like it, mm, i feel so good. light yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so figure we must ask ask, ask. <laughs> we must ask how was your week how was your week <laughs> um i didn't have to make life direction decisions <laughs> Um, it was a lazy week, I'll admit. Mm-hmm. I think it was because I knew a break was coming. Mm-hmm. Oh. I could see it. Just we like could there. Feel it. And I was like, Just why am I even doing this? It won't make any difference in my life. I mean, probably will, but not really. <laughs> 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 Connections make more of a difference, but hey. Yeah. Um, okay. It was a very lazy week, I'll admit. I just wanted the break to come. But I had <clears throat> essays. Oh. But it yeah. is here. Um, lots of people left school on Wednesday because that's when break kind of started, so that was nice. Um, and other than that, it was warm, Colton got warm, <laughs> so that, that was definitely nice. There was some sun and the snow melted away, mm. yeah. that made me very happy. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the snow, mm. yeah, if I'm being honest. It looks cute when you're inside and you right. don't have to do anything. Yeah. It doesn't even look it doesn't pretty. Fight. You don't think so? It looks no. when it, pretty, but it doesn't only when it has just pretty. Yeah. Like, yeah, when it's falling and you're inside snow. and you're like, no. oh. Fresh and snow. you're like, 
You know, no. there's yeah, like a fireplace. You guys are romanticizing. <laughs> there hater. is absolutely yeah. no need. There is no you need. The struggle. Exactly. There's no need for snow. Shut the shit down. Burn it all away. Burn it. <laughs> we said we're going to swear less than this. I know, right? <laughs> Shut the thing down. <laughs> And yeah, the no, most depressing part, guys, it's going to snow till April here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Winters here are persistent. Yeah. Very persistent. Yeah. Difficult. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Very. So, Sia, how was your week? Yeah. yeah. You couldn't wait to ask me, huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, Since you want to be out here asking, insisting. How was my week? The first few days were hectic. I had a lot of, like, work and present, well, schoolwork and presentations. Mm. But we got through that. Oh, and um, then it was chilled. Yeah, not, nothing fun happened. Not, yeah. Nothing fun ever happened. No, yeah, nothing interesting. Yeah. No. It was okay. The snow <laughs> melted, and I also agree that that was nice. So, yeah, I think as you mentioned, we're going to be talking about like surviving winter and just like mental health during that time. Mm-hmm. So, I think my first question is how do you prepare for winter? Like, literally. Oh, like that's, just oh, that's like, a loaded question. Yeah. You know? Like, how do you just like prepare yourself for, for winter? winter? Particularly as someone, like, just like guys, go back to like your freshman winters. Yeah, I and was just not how, prepared. No, yeah. I really wasn't either. Yeah. So that's a sophomore winter. After you <laughs> after you know, like now after that you, you know. after you saw what you saw, like how would you mm. recommend that incoming students, particularly students who have never felt what winter feels like or haven't yeah. been on campus when everything else is going back home, how do you suggest they prepare mm. for winter? Ooh. Uh. That's a nice question. It is a loaded question. Because I don't have the answer. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. How do you prep for winter? How do you in general? Right, that's not my thing. Yeah. Um I don't know, man. You know what? Okay, let me start. Okay, no, 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 no. I like the question. I like I like the question. You will never be prepared for your first winter if you've never experienced winter before. Like, coming from, I really, really remember, like, coming from back home, I could not conceptualize that it could be as cold as it was here. Like, it's not something, because you've never been exposed to it, like, the first time I traveled, I just could not understand how it felt like. I just thought it was going to be cold. You you understand That's it's true. going to be cold. You just don't know how, how cold, cold it's, it's going, going to be. get. Yeah. Shocks you each time. It's been four years. Shocks me each time. Yeah, you never expected. You never, never expected the cold. It. <laughs> because I remember even coming in, everyone was like, "Do you have your winter?" Jacket. And, and you like, think they need a yeah, blazer? Yeah, I do have a couple of clothes. Yeah, you think they need a blazer like a parka? Yeah, I have, I have some clothes. <laughs> yes. Oh, a parka. Oh, you like yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, cool. I have those things. I'm ready. Exactly. That's right. full. And then it, exactly. That's full. Attire. And then your feet frozen. <laughs> <laughs> you're just walking through. You're feeling nothing. <laughs> Guys, yeah, it's oh, it it hits you like I would say that. Like, I don't think you'll be prepared for the first winter, just like 
how like how it is especially and i think another difficult part of the transition is like how christmas time is back home mm. yeah and, and how, how it christmas is here is. It is yeah so oh Christmas is summer, like yeah. everyone's wearing bikinis, dancing, going to parties. Yeah, like a white Christmas in terms of like snowing, e- right? And yeah, those are things you see on movies. Yeah, and it's yeah, no. Yeah. No, it always used to be so cute, but I never actually, actually really registered that yeah. I would be here in that time and yeah. that it would be like cold and white. <laughs> and yeah. they say I was like I really didn't like think of snow. I mean, also no one ever told me it snowed yeah. in Saratoga. Ah. Yeah, you and I had, I had South African people <laughs> in, here. In Saratoga, you were playing. <laughs> they didn't tell me. I didn't know, I what, didn't know what to expect. No, no, what, no one actually ever mentioned No. I came in nothing. No one said anything. Yeah, no. Because even the pictures that are like, even like online. Or no, that's not. You know, not a show that's yeah, no so. thing. That's actually true. Yeah. That propaganda we need to deal with. Yeah. No, we really need to. They that's don't. They show you the sunny ones and everything. They show you the sunny stuff. University websites don't have snow. No. I just realized this. It's all summer and bright and beautiful. Yeah. Like fall. Yeah. The colors. The colors. Yeah. So again, like back to like also the like there are these differences when yeah. you're like from different parts of the world, like how different people like celebrate Christmas, but like winter here. Okay. How would you recommend incoming freshmen, incoming transfer students who probably never experienced winter? How would you recommend they prepare for the winter? And I think we might have to take it back to Skidmore. Like, how would you? Cause like winter upstate New York, guys. Ooh. It's a different experience. Different experience. Like, so how would you guys recommend that people prepare for the winter? What did you guys do? You need a big jacket. I think that's <laughs> one of the you things. Emphasize it. You need, like, even if it's ugly, it's fine. You just need it to walk from one building to another. Then you can take it off when you get into that building. Because typically, like, buildings are like warm. Yeah. So yeah. you can just take it off and look cute under that. But you see, it's a big. Big jacket. If you have money, you can get Canada Goose. That's another thing. Canada Goose is a great jacket. Very expensive, but very good because it's really warm and actually is kind of cute. But if you have money, Um, and if not, just like try get one big jacket. Like I said, because you need it. Layers. Like and also you can layer up underneath. Like yo, there's some people. Who like I think <laughs> prioritize looking cute, which is fine, but then it's like it's cold also. We don't so, get cold. <laughs> so if you like beauty is a pain. <laughs> I like wearing like a little tank top. Yeah. It's like, sis, it's cold. It's okay. Um, to like dress up, and I think that's like my one big thing. Like you need to get a winter jacket. And thrift stores are also a good place to get yeah. those because um, they can be very costly. But thrift yeah. stores tend to um, sell it for like a cheaper price. Yeah. And just like try research like a good thrift store around you yeah. and like get one because um, it doesn't have to be like Canada Goose. It just has to be like a really nice big warm jacket yeah. that you can wear um, when you walk around. Disclaimer, guys. If you see your friends outside in shorts, it, it ain't warm. 
Don't do it. Don't come out yeah, there. The fake sun don't will do it. Shock you. When the you see sun. the sunlight and your room is bright, don't do when, it. Yeah, come out in you your jacket. Warm in your building. Don't think don't they do get to it. Warm warm. You it's see the, the sun. Yeah. You see the sun and you think it's warm. It ain't warm. The sun here works different. <laughs> it is not warm. You see your friends in like pum pum shorts <laughs> and tag tops. Don't do it. People are also, from different parts. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> like, don't do it. <laughs> I don't know how it is here, but like at St. Lawrence, um, I don't, I don't want to say like white people. But like, no, no, you can't. It is them. To be honest, and this, this, is, don't think this is a race thing or whatever. But white people tend to not feel. I don't think. Don't That's feel yeah. cold. Girl, we don't know. Or oh, like we they feel it, but it doesn't register. It's like the they cold and it. the rain. Girl, it's like they're also know. waterproof on top of that. Because it could be pouring, but like no umbrella, yeah. no raincoat. They just. The flinch. And I'm they just standing there like. <laughs> Um, because they be, yeah, yeah. No, guys, there's like snow, like the ground is covered in snow. I saw this girl, pum pum shorts. I was like, snow everywhere. I was like, even if the sun, it ain't warm. I know you know it's not warm. You are cold. What's happening? Someone was wearing beach shorts. I was like, deep when I saw someone at the gym who was dressed, we were like, how are you in shorts? Do what it shorts. I was freezing, guys. Walked in in shorts and a shirt. Ah, you see people wear barefoot. I've seen a guy at Skidmore barefoot. Maybe oh, oh, barefoot. He doesn't wear barefoot, (laughs) guys. In the snow. Barefoot, guys. You would see people barefoot. Don't do it. Put on those boots. Put on your jacket. Layers underneath, and you walk outside. You'll be surprised. So, Sia, tell us what would you, how would you recommend? T- t- target me. Go right ahead. <laughs> Point at me. Point at me. Call no, me by I my name. Call you. No, no, NK is you. next. NK is next. Call me by so my name. Like, by your I, name. I, I, just, I must ask. You must I ask. I must ask. How well, would you? I think, well, this will be like transitioning into like mental preparation yes. for winter. Yes. Okay. Um, That's my stuff. Go ahead, sister. And. I guys full disclaimer <laughs> yeah 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 full, <laughs> full disclosure yes babe. winter is a tough time yeah. very uh, yeah the seasonal depression will hit yeah you will be sad yeah and especially if it's your first winter you'll be so far away from yeah. everybody and you will not it it, it does come as a shock mm-hmm. not only to your body but to your mind as well um yeah so like it just having people to talk to in that time also like forming a circle of people who are also like probably transitioning with you yeah. or others who've like experienced like winters before just so that you feel like because like winter comes with like depressive episodes and mm-hmm. feeling like you're alone and anxious and not knowing and because also it lasts so long yeah, yeah. it's like Depending on where you are. Yeah, okay. depending on where you are. But where we are, it's like over six months where like in winter. Mm-hmm. And that, that gets really tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say... Because I have experienced winter before, particularly in Europe. Mm-hmm. But like I had 
a host family who Mm -hmm. was very I mean they had money they were very wealthy so it was like we took trips around they like tried their best to like and I didn't have to pay for anything so like we went to Denmark like we were traveling and then yeah and then they were very like we all spent Christmas together and they were very funny especially like the parents they were oh they were hella funny so it was just like like just I still have videos on my phone like where they're dancing and doing the most and it was like that helped yeah. but like winter in Saratoga Springs at Skidmore College felt so different like I do have host families here but it's like I don't even think the host families understand how it is for international students on campus during the winter mm-hmm. And it was just like, just even accessibility. Like, I couldn't leave my dorm one time because it snowed so much. And campus safety, of course, because the rich kids ain't here who could sue their ass. Mm -hmm. Left the snow. So I couldn't physically open my door. So at some point, I couldn't even go outside. And it was like a really cold winter, guys. Like, some days it was like negative 30 degrees in Celsius. Yeah. And it was just. I had to be in my room all the time because everybody I knew was Wasn't back there. home. My sisters, like everybody, any friends, everyone went back home that year except for me. And it was just like, even the friends I had made here were not here. Everyone was home. Nipo and then everybody went home. So it was just like a thing of where, and when you do have friends, because Haja was here. Mm-hmm. Was it? No, not Haja. Somebody else, guys. Somebody else was here. Well, I never had friends freshman year, so there was no one here. But but I really couldn't physically leave my room. Mm-hmm. And it was just so cold outside. And you don't get any motivation to go outside. Yeah, because so, you tend to seclude yourself. You're like, let me yeah. just stay in my room and sleep. But you're also secluded. Because like, if you're someone who didn't have... And freshman year, you barely have made friends. Mm-hmm. Half the time, your friends are like domestic citizens who are your roommates who've gone home. So it's like I was always in, I was yeah. literally the only right. one in my entire dorm, yeah. the entire building. I was the only one. I think and one time I, had, I didn't like have like human contact for a very long, long time. time. I was yeah. like, oh yeah. At some point I, no I would wake up around. and not even remember the sound of my voice, yeah. like talking because I didn't <laughs> talk. Didn't talk. Yeah. 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 yeah, they yeah. talk like yeah. time goes by, you don't, yeah. you don't know when he does, you wake up at like, Weird, like I used weird to hours in persons are gone. Like when seven, sleep comes, because there's yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> when sleep comes, I sleep. When I'm awake, I'm, I'm awake. awake. <laughs> I watch things. It was so bad. It was really bad. And then you start getting into your head because yeah. no one's talking to you. You're not distracted. Yeah, oh yeah. And you're just there all by yourself. With yourself. Your <laughs> friends who you think you would text. Everyone's having fun. So, and the time difference, no one's responding. Yeah. And oh, the FOMO, because ev- everything, <laughs> I was spinning. I was really in my room spinning. And it's honest, it was very serious. Yeah. It got really serious because even fall staffs, to make food, you couldn't go. Yeah. Because like there, there's where it snows so bad, you can't leave your room or you can't leave the building and you just stay inside. But it's very, it can get very depressing. But I, I definitely think we're going to go into like the whole mental health aspect mm-hmm. later. So I just don't want to go into that now. So, NK, what would you suggest? Get a big coat, like Figgy said. 
<laughs> the biggest one you can find, the <laughs> like the fluffiest coat. Yeah, be, be, besides it. like I feel like when you when you go like once you get to the school, they probably do give you like a whole highlight thing of oh get winter shoes. Do you have a coat? Like they'll ask you those things. But I think Not like ours. <laughs> oh really? Oh, break my heart. <laughs> like yeah, we think we have it bad, and then we realize other schools like don't, yeah. even, don't even have it better. <laughs> like good projection. Um, but yeah, I'd say with what I, for me, the most important thing is what Sia has already touched on. I think the people have always made, like the winter, it, it never stopped depressing me. Like I get seasonal depression every winter without fail. And so like for me, preparation is not trying to avoid the winter. Cause even if I'm warm, it is outside. Like yeah. there's no sun, there's snow, there's black ice. There's like, people no are not there. Yeah. No one is really hanging out. Because in the summer also, you see people sitting outside. Yeah. Like, you feel out, like yeah, a part of a community. Like, you feel like, okay, I'm here and there are people. In winter, if you're walking back to your dorm by yourself. It's like, hi, girl, no hi, one, girl, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, see you later, no, bye. No one wants to chat. No one yeah. wants to visit anyone because yeah. it's like that walk of leaving my house, walking through the snow yeah. for you. I've gone for weeks like, without seeing anyone. <laughs> yes. Even when you come out to take the bus, yeah. you see no one. Yeah. Because it's cold. No Who's standing outside? Like, I mean, unless they're smoking or something. But like, really, <laughs> no one. They're all there to lunch. Sorry. No, I mean, I didn't. I didn't no, mention yeah, names. You're fine, you're fine. But <laughs> other people responded because of they relate to the content. <laughs> We've seen them. We've seen them. <laughs> But yeah, I'd, I'd say like for me, it was the people and when I had my friends, when I knew like I could call someone and talk to someone, I didn't feel so alone, like but yeah. winter definitely did that, like the fact that no one was outside, I could barely like hang out with my friends, I have to make like intentional effort yeah. to be able to say, okay, yeah. I'm actually going to go and see ya. You have to be, yeah. in the winter, how you prepare? Is you have to prepare to be intentional about keeping your relationships like afloat because they will keep you afloat. But then you have to actually want to go see people and go yeah. hang out. You can't expect them to always come to you uh, because, like, yeah, it's winter and sometimes people just don't want to leave their rooms. Just like sometimes you don't want to leave your room. So, yeah. I'd say that. So, Alexa. Yeah, you survived, you survived many you winters. a very different perspective. And yeah. how would you, I don't know, how would you how recommend do you people? To, how do you deal with winter? That, you know, I'm very curious. Yeah. Are you used to Because, like, that's the thing people are like, yeah. don't you get used to it? No. Yeah. I, no. I don't know if it's in my blood or, like, what it is, but I, like, I still, I, I'm wearing two shirts. <laughs> I'm wearing two shirts right now. And, um, yeah. like, and it's not even, I mean, it's, like, 30 degrees. Yeah. It's been cold. And here, like, I grew up in Boston, and it's not as far north as mm -hmm. it is here. Yeah, mm -hmm. I went to college in Albany, and Ooh. that was the coldest cold I ever had. Like, yeah. Ever. Yeah. Um, so I can only imagine the amount of shock that you guys have <laughs> coming here. Because I even was like, like you said, there's like, and Saratoga is so secluded. It's not yeah. a city, you yeah. know? It's a small, small town. And think about the population. The population is... Old white. Older white people with money. some money. And there's just no cultural diversity here. Even in Albany, it's a little better because there's more of a city. There are, yeah. There's more people there. But I think, so, yeah. I think it's unfortunate that 
this is the location because it's so like opposite yeah. from what I've been hearing you guys say. Um, but for me, um, the cold affects me and like just having no sun. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm like, a big sun fan. There's like just I having mean, no I, sun. Honestly, everybody coming from the continent, oh. you don't understand how much the sun means until yeah. you don't have, you have don't it. Have My favorite room <laughs> in the library has like huge window yeah. where the sun needs to hit yeah. otherwise I, I can't work the it. fact of the sun yeah. I feel like honestly the absence of the sun is tied to our seasonal depression yeah, yeah. yeah. one of, of my like yeah. teachers like told me that at like my UWC he was like you probably don't even think about this but yeah, the fact but that sun. you're used to sun almost more than half of the day and you come to a place where the by 2pm it says yeah. rain it's nothing yeah. and then they like say things Ooh, it gets so to it gets you. late Oof. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Go on. I still. I mean, I struggle with mental health too. That's aside from like depression, but definitely the sun is what affects me most. Yeah. Yeah. Because it it happens so like slowly. Yeah. For me, I think like I'm not even noticing, but like one day I'll notice and it'll be like 4 p.m. and it's dark outside. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel like it just hits you and you have no idea. Yeah. It was coming. Time to bed. Yeah. And then it's. It's like that for so long. Yeah. Like yeah. Said, oh, for like six yeah. months. Um, Hectic. What I, I mean, I would say Big Coat <laughs> doesn't even, it, like, for real, like, it doesn't matter if you look like, like, a snowball. Because yeah. it, what matters is your warmth. You're right. Because yeah. if you, if, at least for me, if you go out and you're cold and you start the day cold, the rest of the day you're cold. Yeah. Um, and then... In terms of, sorry, okay, mental health. I would say the sun is the biggest thing that affects me. And I don't know how, I mean, I think, like, you can order, like, do you, have you seen those, like, the happy lamps? lamps? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those oh, yeah. sun lamps? People have told me good things about them. I personally don't have one. But <clears throat> they're supposed to mimic the, the effect that the sun has on your body. But I also oh. just feel like that's a mind thing because like, you think so? yeah. like it's artificial light. I think I would just be like Yeah, you know what it is. You, you know it's yeah. not the sun yeah. so you're already so like shut like, it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I used to get like uh because I got seasonal depression like vita- vitamin <laughs> vitamin yeah. D? D. Yes, yeah. like I, I get supplements. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if they made a difference or not. Uh, no, I'm just yeah. telling you to get supplements for everything. Like winter is very, it's very hard. Like if yeah. you're not used to the cold, you never get used to the cold, guys. And it's like if you come from a place where it's like always sunny and now there's no sun, like what you were just saying. Mm. I've honestly never tried to even get the lamps, guys, because yeah. it doesn't feel warm. There's something about the heat back home and the sun. It's just, it's not the same. But um, it has very, like, real consequences. Like, I I do remember, and I think now we're honestly going to, like, branch into, like, the mental health aspect mm-hmm. of it. Because, like, sadly, because winter here is so long, you would think it ends... I don't know. I don't think honest seasonal depression ends when the sun comes out. Yeah, like not immediately. Not immediately, no. And it's like when the it's so long here and like 
January classes have begun. You have like four month, months, months of like right. now there's seasonal depression and then there's school. Right. Yeah. Everything is just all over the place. I think it becomes very difficult. I think things get very difficult, especially in your first year when you're still trying to figure out what you want to do, like what what is happening, who you are. Who you are just like the basics of it and why maybe you're not fitting in i think it definitely messes with your head so i guess my next question would be how do you know when to seek help i think we can rephrase the question to how do you from how do you know to how do you go about doing it because i feel like you usually know okay. that i actually need help yeah but like mm-hmm. how do you then go about but- yeah. Seeking that help. Yeah. Okay. I was. I was going. My answer is going to be honesty. Yeah. <laughs> that like if you go, what's the first step? I'd say be honest with yourself because I do feel like you always know. Like, even if you don't know what it is that's mm-hmm. wrong or like how you can go about fixing it, whatever that it is for you. Like, I think you know when you're like, okay, something, something is not. Something's okay. not right. Like I yeah. didn't. I got depressed. Like in my junior year, I didn't know it was depression, but like I knew. Because one, I, I'm a neat freak, you know, I like, mm-hmm. if I get anywhere, I need to clean everything, make sure everything is in its place, wash the dishes, and I could get up. I didn't want to shower. <laughs> I don't want to shower. I was like, do I really have to shower? Do I really have to like wash this glass that I just used? And usually like, it's an impulse thing where I'd obviously wash it because it looks better with like the same teeth. I, my room is also always clean. It's like my safe space. It always feels like the air is coming through the walls and then suddenly I didn't make my bed I was unfolding my clothes didn't even really want to do laundry and if I did it I wouldn't fold the clothes for days that just be sitting there in like piles and I was like okay I've fallen <laughs> and I was like okay yeah. something's wrong and I need to figure out what the hell that is and so I think it's not even like a how to go about thing I, I feel like for me my biggest hurdle was like the in in Zulu would say like the Avantu Bazwatini syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like I was like it's a what, cultural thing too. Right. Yeah. Like it's like what would people say? Like what what would people say about me mm-hmm. as a person who's known to also to be very happy? I seem like I have all my stuff under control all the time. Like I know what I'm doing and I'm like cruising through life. And so suddenly I was like, would that be weak? Would it be bad? Like if I said I need help and you know, like I knew also because I suddenly was like getting high every day and I never used to do that. I was a point in my life where I swore I'd never, ever touch weed. And then there I was every day, every morning, I'd get up and be like, I need to light up every like afternoon, evening, I'd always be doing something. Like, and I had to be like, what am I running away from? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not hard. And I, I learned through that process that we are like better together and like that we should ask for help. And like, not everyone's gonna help you. And also it helps if you, are clear about what you need from people because people can impose what they think will work for you on you in giving you solutions so like it is very crucial to be honest with yourself to go down and be like okay what is it that's happening and what do i need from the people around me but as for help like i talked to my friends some of them in the same podcast you know i reached out to my friends like cried a lot went to the hospital it was not nice it did not look cute i did not like it i did not like having a going to a mental institution on my record like it mm-hmm. sounded like I would have failed as a person or like my emotions got the better of me god forbid that happens uh, you know so I was like definitely a pride thing for me and once I got over that like and I went to the hospital and 
again not everybody can afford that but you know luckily yeah. I had that option and I did that and honestly I felt so much better afterwards like I was glad that I went and you you learn that you're not alone that yeah. you're not crazy and I think that's why you should talk because when you're by yourself you think you you're think going through it alone yeah. Yeah. you yeah. think you're losing your mind you like think one thing and then rebut it with another and then but like this thing but like that thing and then it's like if you just talk to someone else they can just say like it's this one thing and you don't have yeah. to like lose your mind over it so yeah. and it's I think story. it looks different for everybody yeah. yeah because I know some people let me speak from first person yeah um who would like not turn to like substances yeah so it's like oh but I'm not drinking yes yeah, so or fine. drinking more than I should I'm not smoking or whatever right. but then there's other ways like food yeah yes. for me it will definitely be food once i start eating more than i should that's when i'm like okay something is like not right because then i'll just like keep eating non-stop yeah. and just wanting also i'm like an introverted person just mm-hmm. generally so i think what's harder then is like am i like just sad or it's just like me being me mm-hmm. not wanting to like interact with people and just wanting my own space or this is a sign for like to ask for help um but i think you know the difference yeah. if we're being honest like the times where you're like eh, okay i love you guys but i just like want some me time i'm just gonna watch my favorite show and then there's sometimes where you're just like okay i just physically just don't want to see you um and i think that's when when it's like the latter then that's when you have to try because you don't have to like publish it to everybody right. yeah you right. can just talk to one person yeah. like literally one person and even if you can't name what it is just being like hey i'm not okay okay yeah, yeah. i think that's the thing. right and then hopefully that person is understanding and then they're not dismissive mm-hmm. being like oh you'll be fine that's ish, dismissive. Ish. so <laughs> um just one person being there for you and be like okay what do you need from me or like mm-hmm. what do you need me to help you with right. and sometimes it's hard to articulate what you actually yeah. need yeah. so but like I think having someone who is there for you um, while you like try to figure out everything and that's a privilege on its own yeah. to have someone because not everybody has that mm-hmm. and I think it hits even more if you feel like there isn't anybody that you can reach out to yeah. and yeah. be like hey I need this so I think in a case where you feel like you don't have anybody maybe just like writing down your thoughts mm-hmm. and feelings um, could be one way of like communicating what you feel or what you're thinking as much as it's not somebody else if you write it all down and then you go back and you read yourself maybe that will give you a little bit like of more clarity to how you're feeling or what you're thinking and then um, I don't know. Most schools, if we're like talking college specific, have health counseling centers. Yeah. Sometimes they're not the best, but I mean, it wouldn't hurt to reach out mm-hmm. and yeah. just yeah talk to, to talk to. I somebody. think there's also something to that goes with say like ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's also something about. Uh-huh to say about the, the, um, how I think trans like transitioning into like a new space or a new environment it's often 
much because you haven't formed connections like um because like i remember coming into like my freshman year i was dealing with a lot of like personal like stuff as well but like sometimes you do have people around you but like you haven't formed those like strong connections whereby you can be like hey i'm not doing well or and also because they haven't known you for that long no one can tell when you are not doing well you know because like there's also like if it's been like a long period like right now i feel like with all my friends i would see like if there was like something like if i haven't talked to you in a couple of days i will check in or whatever you know or like i see something weird i can be like yo are you doing okay is everything all right but like there's also like with your first winter or whatever um there's also the thing of like you're so far away from people who know you and would be able to see you if you're like acting so out of your way or if you're like sadder than usual and then you are in a space where not that many you haven't formed like strong connections for people to and you also don't know how to reach out and ask for support because it's like i'm still new in the space and i'm trying to find myself out like figure things out and i think that's also like what do you call it a hurdle hurdle that like that comes with like i guess your first winter and stuff yeah um i don't know like bringing it back to like your first winter and like a bit more specific like you have so the reality is offices closed down not even the counseling center is open open, and you'll be like that for like four to five weeks Mm -hmm. just with you by yourself and your thoughts and half the time there's no one around so like that just sort of messes with your head even if Mm -hmm. you know i should probably reach out to the counseling center i should probably reach out to someone the reality sometimes is there's no one you can reach out to during that time Mm -hmm. Um, I think the question about like how do you know when to like reach out for help has a lot to do with like emotional intelligence because mm-hmm. like I always bring that up like when I was struggling with my like depression seasonal depression to be honest I didn't even know everything was not okay like I honestly thought I was fine truth be told mm-hmm. and again like I'm also someone who I thought I was an introvert, and I think I may be an introvert. <laughs> I know I am. I claim I think. it. <laughs> I know. So, I, so, okay. I, I, I claim it. It's fine. But know. it's like, I think I suffer a lot with social anxiety. Yeah. So sometimes what I sort of interpret as just being introverted is just someone that's socially anxious. Mm-hmm. I, I would not. I remember, like, my UWC, I literally only made one friend. <laughs> one friend. And it got so bad. Like, I just didn't feel motivated to do anything. I didn't want to talk to anyone. Everyone literally pissed me the hell off just by being themselves. Like, that's how. And I think after years of experiencing this, now I know that that's how I know I'm going through it. Just, like, like just tight. People just existed. Just irritates me sometimes it's like god like just go away 
kind of thing and it's like okay sis you need to speak to someone but i think a big part of that is affordability like there are people who just can't afford to see therapists Mm -hmm. particularly if you like factor in like minimum wage and you factor in how many hours you can work as an international student and wherever school you're in your hours might differ and with whatever program you come into the school with i think that could be like one of the like many hurdles as you said that would like prevent international students from like seeking out help or reaching out to like professionals because it is expensive and it's like ah (laughs) i see it you know like she made the sound and i made just like (laughs) the facial but yeah like i think it's just i honestly didn't know when i needed to ask for help until it got so bad that people around me noticed like to myself i thought like i was just like fed up you know like it's just me being like tired with everyone and just tired like you actually feel physically physically tired tired. yeah. yeah So I just thought I was just being tired. Everybody else is struggling. No one else would notice. But I feel like after you've missed like three months of classes. Oh, so in high school. I love that. I didn't. Uh, yeah. When I tell you yeah. I was going through it. Yeah. Like, I missed like. I don't know what happened, but like, I wasn't. I used really, to miss class and I would say I went for therapy. That was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. I wish you actually did go to therapy. I want to go. <laughs> but I just feel like I went to therapy once, and that was the story I gave that teacher the whole, the whole semester, like yeah. the whole time. <gasps> Every Monday I wouldn't be there. She would like, see what happened. Yeah. I was at therapy. I therapy, man. <laughs> yeah, I stopped going to class. And at some point, after I felt like the school was cracking down on me, I picked and chose what class I was going to. Yeah. So it was like, I knew I wasn't fine, but I'd like pick and choose what classes I thought were bearable or classes I felt like I didn't need to participate. I didn't need to actually be present for. I just need to be there physically Mm -hmm. and then I leave. But yeah, like I filled a few exams and then it got to a point where they were like, you need to see someone or we have to reach out to your parents. It's getting so bad, I feel like I was on the brink of expulsion. I was, like, getting there. Because I really stopped going to class. I stopped caring. I felt like I was, like, not in aptitude. Was it? Like, I didn't feel like I was capable. I didn't feel like I was doing anything. I didn't feel like I had a purpose. Like, I just felt like nothing was going to ever be right. So why should I keep trying? When, like, even trying didn't feel like it was making any sense. So I just stopped. Overall, just stopped caring. I stopped going to class. I had only one friend. Stuck to it. And I was just like... But then I think there's... I don't know. I feel like the people around you... And I think that's going to be, like, one of the questions. It's like, mm-hmm. what then happens when you're on the receiving end? Like, not you physically going through this, but yeah, you yeah, noticing right. somebody else mm-hmm. going through this. Because mm-hmm. I know half the time, my friends had to be like, what's happening? Like, I had a best friend who, like, I would always, like, look forward to, like, our walks. would take, like, walks and talk about, like, everything and anything. But then at some point, I would, like, start, like, hiding. I would, like, stop picking up my calls. 
I don't want to text. Like, I'd see the text coming in, but I don't want to respond because I don't want to leave my bed. Mm-hmm. Somehow, guys, somehow she found her way into the room. <laughs> Unlo- <laughs> okay. Sorry. But I think what I wanted to ask was, how about, like, how would you deal with you being on the receiving end? Like, what if you were the one noticing somebody else? Because I feel like it's one thing when you are going through it. And sometimes we are on the receiving end and we are going through it. Yeah. <laughs> it is. At, like, the same time, exactly. at the same time, you're like seeing Trying your to save yourself, your but tra- save your friends. Yeah. It becomes who it becomes a lot. So how do you think you would suggest that friends who see these things or sort of notice that their friends or roommates are like going overboard or like acting different or some way they're not used to how would you suggest that you approach that situation did you guys see this tweet that uh, went um how do you respond to someone if you know you're not at a point to help them mm. and the person was like right i'm at that? capacity sorry it sounded like you were writing an email to, <laughs> i was like i mean there has yeah. to be better ways yeah, to say I, I can't, I can't I'm not in the right me. mental state to help you than saying I'm at capacity so no, I'll try really someone else. No, it sounded like you were writing to your job. Yeah. No, really, no. It I sounded like... I don't know. Oh, wow. Oh, for what? <laughs> Imagine no, wow. I mean, like, oh, I've been having no, a better day. Like, sorry, I'm at capacity. Yeah, she's like, I'm at capacity and I'll get back to you okay, or something okay. like that. I've seen okay, very... Don't do that to me. I've seen both sides <laughs> of the argument and I'm just like, still, like, if you're calling someone your friend, I feel like there's a way you can tell them, look, I'm also going through it and I really want to be there for you, but yeah, I physically can't. cannot. I think you know. So the thing is, sometimes admitting or feeling vulnerable is very scary. Almost right. um, even saying like, mm, "I don't really have the energy to do this," to someone, it it for me like gives me a lot of anxiety. If like mm-hmm. a friend wants to go do something and I physically don't have the Met- social energy, yeah. my yeah. battery has drained, and I don't have that energy, it's it makes it even worse to be like, I can't yeah. right now. The thing is, what I have been learning, and this is like very recent, it's taken me a long time, is compassion with yourself. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes you're, when you're in like a negative place, you put yourself down oftentimes oh, like, in ways that like sometimes you don't even notice that's like pretty damaging yeah um and if you're at a place where okay like i know something's wrong i know that i could be doing something i i people are reaching out to me but i'm feeling so isolated i can't like i feel like i don't have the energy just have like compassion with yourself Mm -hmm. each day Mm -hmm. and i think it's important to validate your feelings you know these are things that everyone feels even though you might not see them because literally there's no people here or or like on social media that is also a huge thing it's just a huge highlight reel and you feel so alone when you're just when you're no you know like looking through your instagram and you're seeing all these things Everyone is living their best life. Their best life. life. And you're out here struggling. You're really going through it. It reinforces, yeah. It's really important to be compassionate with yourself. And I think taking 
especially for me when I'm struggling it's really hard for me to like do anything like get up or or anything so maybe setting like a small goal each day yeah and then whether it's like making breakfast or taking a shower or doing your laundry and then writing down each thing that you've accomplished mm-hmm. and then like rewarding yourself even if it's like <laughs> even, if it's like, even if it's like okay I went to class now I'm gonna get you know this really good meal yeah. for myself and I think taking care of your body even when you don't have the time to take care of your mind that's also progress and yeah. just being like you know what I did get a lot of sleep today even if it was if I wasn't the most productive I still took care of my body today yeah. mm-hmm. um, but I feel like that really answer your question um I think it's important to also just reach out to your friends and like in a non-intrusive like I don't think you should be going up to everyone like yeah I'm I think it's time you. for you to see a therapist yeah <laughs> 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 because that's hard for people <laughs> my next advice is I think it's like go that. time I think it's time uh, yeah. yeah that's like it's so it's intrusive <laughs> you should abandon <laughs> you should have been playing no. hold on it's better to just be like, hey, I've been noticing these things. Usually, yeah. you're energetic or you're, like, always laughing. I feel like you've been kind of kept back or just saying, like, I'm noticing these things. Mm-hmm. Can I just see you for a little? Maybe it's just, like, an hour and it's, like, we don't even have to talk if that's mm-hmm. if it doesn't make you comfortable, if you don't have the energy. But let's watch a movie or something. Mm-hmm. Or let's just do something. We don't have to interact but I want to be there for you physically. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, for me, sometimes is really helpful when I'm just like, I don't... And if I can tell my friend I'm, I really don't have the energy to go out and do this thing or go to the library or go get food, but if you want to come and sit with me and watch TV mm-hmm. or something, you can do that. And maybe start building up and doing that thing. Mm-hmm. And humor. Humor is such yeah. a big thing. Yeah. Laughing. Laughing can literally make you feel yeah. so yeah. full inside. Yeah. Just for a short amount of time, like yeah. an hour. And it can help so much. Um, like, I literally have been sobbing in tears sometimes. But if I watch, like, one episode of The Office yeah. or something, I just start laughing. And it just feels, like, a little bit bearable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so, yeah. yeah. Just, like... Sometimes even physically being there for mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and not even talking or just yeah. checking in on them. Even if you kind of feel like they have some pushback, like, I don't really want to admit that I feel this way. Yeah. Yeah. Then if, the, if that's the case, then don't bring it up. But I want to be here for you. And yeah. even if that means just sitting here or helping you do your homework or t- even telling you about my day. Like, say yeah. you don't want to talk or anything. That's fine. I can tell... I can tell you about what's been going on with me, you know, news or anything like that. Yeah. Just like, just physically being there sometimes mm-hmm. is so important, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't want you to apologize about the laughter and the humor. Uh, yeah, because, I don't know, I feel like humor does play a huge role in, like, the way people deal with violence mm-hmm. and the way people deal with, like, whatever is happening to them. Mm-hmm. Like for a fact, I, and I think it's something we never realize until like someone like I had never realized that humor played such an important role until I read a text and what the lady was describing. I was like, for sure. Like there's certain times like people laugh about things back home 
when you're just sitting there like I don't know how we're laughing about this but or like this after the fact yeah, yeah. when you're laughing yeah. like I don't know how we laughed about this but even the like, things that happen within us so you're like that yeah. was like, that was yeah, 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 yeah they were like, going like, through it and then and they like, were yeah. like, yeah. it, it definitely has a role it plays if someone wants to read about it laughter out of place read that laughter out of place yeah mm. oh okay. but it was yeah it was a good read and it was like honestly the first time i was ever exposed to like humor mm-hmm. actually being used as political activism mm-hmm. and oh yeah it, oh, it Wait, went what is it called? laughter, laughter oh, out of place yeah. Yeah. i actually have a copy of the text upstairs. right there okay <laughs> like we can okay. pull it right okay. out and i will run <laughs> i will write out we'll just quote <laughs> the, the text for the rest of the podcast <laughs> yes. thank you <laughs> no but i definitely think humor has a role mm-hmm. to play in yeah. people's lives like way more important roles that we ever actually realize and we do partake in that but we just don't un- we just don't know that that's yeah. what we're engaging yeah. in mm-hmm. so how have you guys had someone help you guys like how in what ways i think i liked what she said about yeah. like just being there physically mm-hmm. for someone because i think when someone is going through like a depressive episode or something or even if that's just like really really sad and it's not like depression yeah. there is like that feeling of loneliness mm-hmm. so i think even if it's one person who's just saying hey do you want to do this do you want at first they feel like they're annoying <laughs> and it's yeah. like oh my god can you just leave me alone yeah but like being constant like constantly there for you and just like always reaching out in my freshman year first winter because there was this girl she was a senior actually and she always always used to pester me be like figgy how you doing figgy what you doing figgy i'm coming to your room figgy let's I'm be like oh my god okay, just leave me alone yeah. <laughs> like, what is it about me that she just like fascinates you so much <laughs> and then looking back i'm like whoa what yeah like i'm like that is one person that has had such an influence in my life and i don't even know she realizes it yeah i didn't even yeah. realize it at that moment yeah mm-hmm. until like later on when i was like yo in a time when i was feeling legit alone surrounded by so many people but like i felt like i was by myself mm-hmm. like no yeah. one was there for me no one was training me because yeah. like i said i am an introverted person and some people especially first year they just want to go out because that's boring right yeah. yeah partying yeah, drinking yeah. every weekend i'm like hi that's not my life mm-hmm. yeah. so with all of that i'm like yeah i'm not gonna do that so i think then with like that people would bring actually i don't even know if they're building friendships because they you like always interesting with people drunk or that's not Girl, anyway that's know. another story yeah, <laughs> <we don't know. laughs> so anyway when people were like out in a weekend partying i'd just be like I would rather be in my room. Yeah. And then that's just that kind of built up to be like every weekend and things like that. Yeah. And she would always be knocking. And she knew where I lived. So she would like come knock on my door. Vicky, I know you're here. Open. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> and, then, and then, so just, I feel like her being there physically. Because I knew that even if I needed someone to like do something with me, mm-hmm. or I needed to go shop. Also, just like the location of St. Lawrence, you think this is secluded? Come to St. Lawrence and you will know what seclusion is. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's like more cows than people. There is nothing there. There's no shops. There's like legit. When I say there's nothing, I mean there is nothing. If you're trying to catch a bus, 
There's only two buses you can ah. catch in a day. Oh, no. At eight <laughs> ah. and at one. Aye. That's how secluded it is. So, um, just, I think that is one thing that I've tried to do for other people. Where even if I'm like, I'm probably annoying this person, but I will keep going. Because I feel like they're retrieving into themselves. And they might find me extremely annoying at this point. But hopefully at some point I make a difference mm. in their life somehow. Even if they remember me as like that annoying girl that wouldn't leave me alone mm. freshman year. At least there's like there was someone who was there right. that would like pester me and knock on my door and like want to eat dinner with me mm. and go shopping with me and things like that. Um, even if it's like literally one person that you're there for, I think that makes all the difference. Sometimes even if that one person is you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay then. Yes, I love that ending. Sophia. Oh, I thought we were going to go to Costing <laughs> 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 You know what? The three actually, fingers are pointing at you. Yeah. Yeah. Take us home. Take you home. Well, well, yeah. Um, tell us about like, how someone has like stepped in for you. Oh yeah. I mean, when they say it takes a village, well, you know, um, it really does. So for me, I have lots of stories because I've taken. A whole village of people to be there for me through my depression um i know now that i'm a person who processes things through speaking so like sometimes i need to talk like i when i talk to people i'm usually talking to myself <laughs> and like as i say things they become clearer to me like but i need someone to tell it to or else i feel crazy talking to myself and they're like so how was the day today but if i'm telling see you and i'm like oh my day was like this is what i thought and then i go on a whole rant and then maybe five minutes down the voice note i figure it out so i've been very blessed to have friends who are patient enough to listen to the very long things i send that i talk mostly to myself it's never really about them i'm always like i realize this thing and then i go for 10 minutes so passionately about this one thing i realize and like see will listen to all of it all 10 minutes or like nipo will listen and they'll reply back and it'll be five minutes and I'll be like, oh, look at them try. <laughs> look at them try reach my level of talking. Like, it's so cute. So that and not people saying, you know, like, oh, I don't have time, you know. And even when they don't have time, like, they'd rather not listen to it immediately or listen to it in little chunks. But they'll do it because they know that's what I need and, and they give that to me. And so I like that a lot i think like when someone knows how they need help and if they need to talk to you and you think you can be there for them that it's good to listen um sometimes not to, not even to give solutions like usually when i talk to someone i'm not looking for them to fix something or like tell me what's wrong or right i just need to say it out loud because mm-hmm. just even not having anyone know is like so heavy and once one person at least knows it feels like okay i really am not alone anymore like someone else knows that I don't feel okay. Yeah. Um, and I'd say to, like, I mean, I love what Figi said, because as you were asking questions about how we are there for our friends, I was thinking, like, where do we draw the line of what part am I responsible for? Because if my friends are trying to support me and I don't want to be honest about my mm-hmm. struggles and I, I want to insist that I don't need help, then, like, what can the people around me really do for me? But I digress. 
another thing that has been helpful is like what everyone has said like again having friends that just show up like see I was that person she'd be like I'm gonna come I know I know you came like mansion hey y'all she came like two years after I already was in school and literally held it down for a girl and you came with the year I got depressed oh no I don't have to relax I'm giving you real life examples let our friends be relax down thank Case you study. yeah that's why she wanted me to talk <laughs> so she could just <laughs> be like I don't know I like it like <laughs> that's why you wanted my time huh? you like, know like, if you don't talk about me <laughs> no one else is <laughs> I got you this. I, I got you. I, I, I play. I play. No, so like she did that for me. So we, and I was smiling because I didn't see it as you like doing that. But she'd be like on a Friday, oh babe, what are you doing? Like uh, I'm gonna come to your room and like I'd always not really be in the mood to leave. And she'd come and we don't have to do anything. We'll listen to music, sing like one line to each other that we both know we like in a song, and then continue just chilling like this on a bed, like saying mm-hmm. not really too much, and and that meant everything to me because mm-hmm. I always like was thinking I'm alone I'm alone and like mm. my friends didn't give me a chance to like let that be the truth <laughs> and the last thing <laughs> I think is when you reflect people back to them like parts of their story that they don't see like because yeah. I talk a lot I focus on the negative things like you said Alexa yeah. like I definitely will be like if this one thing happened I'll take the one thing that went wrong and that's going to be the whole story like, I about it. <laughs> <laughs> Kai is going through it <laughs> You're speaking right about her. Bessie. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to attack you. I don't know. I don't mean to attack you. So, like, you'll say one thing and focus on this one bad thing that happened. And there's, like, ten other things that could be good in the story that you can take from the story or that you can learn from or things that actually benefited you. You know, so instead of saying, okay, I missed this one class today... Also think about like, oh, I did wake up, I did take a shower, I did clean my room, I did like show up for a meeting with my professor and yeah, I didn't do the other thing I wanted to do. But there's like other things that you can focus on because like what you focus on expands, like that what you choose to dwell on, that's what you think about for the rest of the day. It doesn't mean it's really the only story, but you can make it that. And so, like, when I'm I'm depressed and I'm there, like, it's like, okay, everything's bad. Oh, I failed this, I failed that. And my friends will always be like, no, no, you didn't. Like, because now think of this one thing that you did last week. And I'm like, oh, you're right. Like, I actually did that one thing last week. And I kind of felt good about it. They're like, yeah, you thought you wouldn't do that, but you just did it. And I'm like, you're right, I did. And so, like, it, it helps me feel better about myself when I am my biggest enemy. Mm-hmm. But then my job is to always definitely go back to having compassion, like, for myself. Because mm-hmm. if I don't do it for myself, it doesn't matter yeah. if they do it. I go back to my room and I bash myself and, like, yeah. I take myself back to the same place. So, like, disclaimer, although people can help, you are the best one to help yourself. Like, they are there to support you, but they really cannot ever do the work for you. And no one owes you (laughs) to help you to do the work. So if you have people that actually want to help you, like, and you think you want to change and you want to, like, be there for yourself also and get better, take it, sis. Take it, brother. Take it Mm. there. (laughs) I don't know if you go people who don't like identify. Take it, brother, sister. And them. Don't try. You try. You must try. No. <laughs> take it all. Yeah, take it 
take it. Yeah, uh, take, take it. Take it, everyone. Take it, everybody. Yeah, yes. body, because then you know, like a body. body. Yes, every person. Every person. Every person. Every person. You are. You are. Take it. You are. Take it, y'all. Like I like I've also had like bits and pieces of like everyone. I also have that friend at my UWC who was oh I thought she was annoying, but like I love that bitch to death. But like even today when she calls, she's like bitch I'm depressed. <laughs> you know it's not something to laugh about like but the way she says it and her approach yeah. it's just like even if I am going through the most I just feel at ease. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think also like yeah, I've also had friends here like Sia and oh, Nipo and NK. <laughs> Sit down, please. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> relax. <laughs> this is not your show. Like, cause there's been like a time where whew, I really have been going through it. Like, you know, like and I remember one time I was like venting to NK for like minutes on end like yeah. we met at we met at case i think it was like i think we need to have a one-on-one session <laughs> it's not like now i laugh about it but i came into my room i was like damn i must have really said something to this poor girl now she's like i need to be her therapist no, but like, best, yeah. no like really i i think she was shook as well yeah. so like half the time time when you really like i'm really one person to like because i don't want to project i don't want like because mm-hmm. i always think that my friends are already going through theirs mm-hmm. so whenever around my friends i was like, like okay i oh, would like say it. things but i have a way i say it that i just don't want to stress others like i'm always in my head about that so like see i was like okay i'm coming up but at this point it was so bad i was like you know what she dies she dies <laughs> I was sitting on the floor and I could tell like she walked in. <laughs> Sia walks in into like it was really a small room to be honest, like one passing seat and like the cubbies. She walks in, she looked at me. I knew you wanted to laugh. Like now we're laughing about I knew she wanted to like I don't think you've ever seen me that way before. No, yeah. No. So since that baby she said, Yeah. <laughs> and we both like we literally both just sat on the floor and just laughed and it was like when you're going through something, even if you don't even speak, you don't even tell anyone. But just like the humor. And I remember even talking to Deep and the way Deepo enters my room, guys. Like he's sneaking, and it's like sometimes I look at him. It's like it's only the two of us in this house. I know it's you. <laughs> he knocks. Can I come in? And I think that day I honestly knew because I texted Sia. I was like, I'm going through it. So I definitely knew either Sia saw Nipo at the library or she texted Nipo. Same. But I knew she reached out. I was like, check on our friend. She's not doing so well. Nipo comes in, knock knock. I was like. I was even fuzzy. I was like, this boy, why is he not doing my job? I was like, Nipo, come in. Like, he squeezed, he opened the tiniest crack and squeezed himself in. By then, I honestly wanted to laugh. But, like, I was really, like, I, I, I don't think I've ever, I've ever felt that way since I got to Skidmore. 
but just even seeing the way like i'm saying all this to say like the way your friends even just make you laugh and the way they just treat you mm-hmm. like he walks in and then i said i spoke to him he was like what is happening what is going on he was very serious but the way he entered i was just like you know what <laughs> <laughs> this boy is trying to stress me but even after i like spoke to him and i like, told him everything he was like huh even he, like he couldn't he was just like since Kai, since you tell everyone the hill that they're about to die on, like since this hill that you're climbing, I could not bear. Like it's almost like an inside joke. Like yeah. I just laughed. Like I honestly realized that when I'm with my friends, I honestly felt nothing. Like we were laughing. It was all jokes. It only dawned on me when I'm in my room and alone. So it was just like sometimes even just like as you said, like just being present. Like mm-hmm. they don't like I remember like no one ever offered any way to help. But they just sat there and they listened and it was just like at least someone understands. Like someone like sometimes honestly it's just like you just need someone to understand, especially mm-hmm. if everybody else seems like they're not getting it. Mm-hmm. And then you talk to somebody and they're like, Yeah, Oh yeah, I feel that girl. Like it's it's happened to me before. Mm-hmm. Like even if it hadn't happened, like someone honestly understands what you're saying. Because yeah. I think a lot about reaching out for help is that you worry that nobody else knows we'll what you're it. going through. Right. Yeah. Nobody else gets it. So that one person that you talk to that honestly acknowledges what you're going through makes so much of a difference. Mm-hmm. So I can't say like my friends just like even being there. It was it was such like a mood. It just like helped. Like Nipo would come in and just like make silly jokes and just for the moment I'm around them, even if it's not like permanent, it's just like temporary, like I'm laughing, I'm like forgetting about everything that's happening and we're just like chatting and we're in the moment and we we never run out of topics. So yeah. like things come in and it's like just even one word and everyone's just like, like rolling out and laughing. And I'm just like, I don't know what's happening, I shouldn't be feeling this way, but you know what? It's whatever. But I think just like people being there, like and actually acknowledging and validating what you're going through, I think that makes so much of a difference. Mm. But yes, yeah, people love I th- you. I think, and you've I been think there. this yes. is a perfect <laughs> way to close. Yeah. Now you guys have heard. As the one who keeps showing up clearly. <laughs> you've heard how much of an influence I am. You are influential, my friend. You are an influencer. <laughs> On these common folks. Yes. Tell us. I'm kidding. I, I yeah. <laughs> um, but you guys have said everything. I don't know what else I could say. It really that's me. But um I think also laughter has helped me a lot. Like um just crackling. Like yeah. we're always laughing at nothing really. Yeah. If you were to just stand and watch yeah. and listen. There's absolutely nothing that is being said. <laughs> nothing that's really funny. Yeah, nothing. I know, right? <laughs> we're, just, we're just laughing. Um, but yeah, I think those moments help a lot. And I like what you guys ta- said about... She's going through um, it. <laughs> about being present. And I... Yeah... Guys, we, we what, cut this off, guys. Yeah, like what, we what really cut off, guys. What the hell are we, we going to do now? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Too much to do that. Yeah, we literally. I will tell you what the problem is. Yeah, that I was supposed to be losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> Not a you know what? Pound, ex- but you know what? 
We it's move. not funny, we but the way you say it. <laughs> we move. We tried it, guys. <laughs> we tried to go to the gym. We were very consistent for a while. Very. Yeah. And I think on episode two, can I tell you on when this it, podcast. Can I tell you about weight loss? Uh, guys, if you yeah, want now, we shall never come No, <laughs> listen, listen to me. Jim definitely, it is hot. Jim does play a role by like, I don't right. know, like it's 10%. It's what you eat. And then what you eat is like 30%, and then the mm. remaining, like 60 What? Genetics. You know that's true. Mm. So you can't no, 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 do so true. much. She's because right. I, I don't, She's right. I don't eat. I don't. I don't look the way girl, I eat. Girl, it's genetic. I don't eat the Me, way I look. It's girl, right? I'm out here starving myself. <laughs> oh no! Also, <laughs> don't do that because your metabolism is going to slow yeah, down. Yeah, it's slow. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. So, no, I have the lowest metabolism so because slow. I take a shit once a week. Me too. <laughs> And you can't tell me drink water because I drink a lot of water. I drink so much. 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 I drink so I drink so much. I drink so much. I drink so much. I drink so much. Wow. Hey, I love that we show what we just talked about. We're like, yeah, we laugh. Sometimes it's not appropriate, but we laugh. It really isn't. It's extreme some days. But even when I feel like I am, maybe what I think is like a normal eating habit isn't really normal. I was talking to, who was I telling, Sue, that like I haven't had like three meals a day. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in a so 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 You don't need three meals. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. you honestly don't need three meals. You just need two meals. But can I say something? No, sometimes. Can I say something? The room, the, the <laughs> period where I lost the most weight, I had six meals a day. You see, the period I where I lost weight, I didn't care about losing I literally. Weight. Yes, that's oh. how I lost mine. That I really didn't like. The thing is, I started it, off like I wanted to be strong, but like. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing because that's a you good know what? reason. Hectic. <laughs> they're trying. That's they're a good testing. Reason. They're testing. <laughs> I really just wanted to be strong. <laughs> like you know what? Let me go to the gym. I went to the gym six days a week. I was in Europe by then. Like the gym wasn't too far. And the thing is, honestly speaking, I felt so at home. Mm. My gym, but like the guy who ran the gym mm-hmm. had a pot belly. My personal trainer was so thick. This lady could lift so much weight. So tiny as she was. She was very thick. She was never skinny. This lady could lift so much weight. I was like, ah, what is going on? And obviously my best friend and I, because we took smoke breaks, came in late. She made us run around the block. Every damn time we would run around the block. But like I would like it's just a time that I've been my healthiest. I had six good meals a day. Like small meals. Mm-hmm. I would I was constantly eating, but then I lost the most weight. But it's like now I'm just like fighting, being like now I'm starving myself. It's whatever. We get over it. Yeah. We're rounding up. We're rounding up now because yeah. Alexa has to leave. Yes. Um. Oh, not no. that we're round, we're rounding up because, because it's time, it's guys. Me. We've been talking. But also um, because yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Thank this you. was thank you a fun. Yeah. yeah. No, thank, thank you for joining. Us. Thank you for joining. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome. You know, we this have to make some time on our calendars, but no, no stress. <laughs> Your busy, busy <laughs> lives. Very busy, unemployed lives. Like, <laughs> my unemployed life. Sorry. Why do I? All do the way from that? Boston. <laughs> international. I know, right? international. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Doing the most. What do you mean? This podcast just leveled up. Exactly. Bringing you guys out of state members. The content. All the oh way Oh my from God. <laughs> exactly. Massachusetts. I want to move to Boston so bad. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, right. Okay. Bye, okay, okay, guys. Okay, okay, okay. Bye. Bye. Let's okay. continue because. <laughs> guys you know why i'm laughing one time we were talking about mental health and we were talking about seeing a therapist and everything see walks in she's like yeah when i see my therapist i'm fine everything is going fine and i will never cop to this and guys when i tell you i was dying i was like this girl because like you go to your therapist to be vulnerable mm-hmm. That's and she walks in there I got this <laughs> like this is why i think therapy has never worked for me because i just get that i'm like no, we're good, hey? Everything's good. Yeah, we're doing well. I think I I have, like, some eating disorders or whatever, but I'm working on that. Right. I've accepted. I, I've, don't worry. Don't worry. Because, yeah, I'll start going to the gym next week. Like, so we, we don't need to do any work Go because time, I'm on top of it. And I, I will start journaling tomorrow, probably, like... Things will work out. She comes in yeah. with the answer. She comes yeah. with the plan. I come in with the plan. The recovery plan, like, my babes. Yeah, I know all these problems that I'm facing, but I know the solutions too, so we're so, good. And she's like, oh, wow, you're so proactive. I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> it's the most I am. Come to here, come here, come to here, come to here, come to here.